Hello and welcome to the State Champs Hang Time Michigan Show Companion Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Kuhn and joining me as always is Lexi Ayala. Hang Time is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports, including women's basketball. Athletic and academic scholarships are available. Recruit yourself at l2athletics.com. State Champs W's Hang Time Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA is looking for officials. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard, the official military outlet of the MHSAA. The physical therapy and sports medicine pros of the Detroit Medical Center. Check out our Game Changer segment designed to make you a faster, stronger, healthier athlete. Segments debut Wednesdays across the State Champs Network, including our State Champs TV YouTube page. Please give them a like. If you are in pain or injured for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash gamechangers. I'm Lexi Ayala, and this is the companion podcast to our State Champs W Hangtime Michigan Digital Show. We've got highlights and the information on some of the best girls basketball coverage on State Champs, including a preview of some of the best games in the state and my hot topic of the week. So check it out on our website, statechampsw.com. Joining us for this week's Chalk Talk, sponsored by the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan, are two coaches out on the west side of Michigan. Caledonia head coach Todd Bloomers and the head coach at Holland, West Ottawa, Paul Chapman. Thank you both for joining us here on Hang Time. Hello to the both of you. I want to start with Coach Chapman. You had a bit of a health scare recently. You were admitted to the hospital. I understand that all is well, though. But can you walk us through what happened, and did you have to take any time off? Uh, all right, I'll break it down for you. We were at Caledonia for a, a boys and girls basketball doubleheader. Boys are going to start about six, and I had a headache, little headache before that, uh, sitting up in the stands. So I, I took two ibuprofen, and I thought to myself, well, you better not take that on an empty stomach. So I went and got a hot dog and a Diet Coke at the Cali concession stand, and... <laughs> After I sat back down, just prior to the start of the game, my hands started itching, my feet started itching. I got, I just, I thought I was like had hives or something like that. So I actually went back in the locker room and like looked around, looked at my arms and sh- up over under my shirt to see if I was breaking out in any way. And I thought, man, I can't coach like this. I'll be, I'll be scratching the whole time out there. And this again is prior to the girl hour and a half where the girls game was supposed to start. So I went over to the uh, Caledonia trainer and asked her if she had any Benadryl. And she didn't have that, of course, and she was going to give me instructions about how to get to the uh, Cali drugstore to to get some. And uh, about that time, the national anthem started, and I stood up, got a little bit dizzy, and my my vision got kind of a little bit darkened, and uh, I started kind of setting back down. And then I guess at that time, I I don't remember because I I passed out at that point. And the uh, they were on me to help right away. Uh, the, the nurse, there was a nur- actually a nurse there from Caledonia named Sarah Simon that uh, I remember her first. I knew her from Holland when I coached at Holland as Sarah Rymick. But, uh, you know, she checked with me right away. She said that I was probably out for about maybe 30 seconds. Uh, and she tapped me on the on the, on the the arms. Hey, chap, wake up. And I was awake there. Uh, said I never lost my pulse. Uh, never had any heart concern, although I did express that... Uh, at one point, I just drank, drank that Diet Coke, so I felt like I had to burp. And since, since I pressed and kept pushing here, 
that's an indicator indigestion that you could be having a heart attack so out of a precaution they hooked me up to an aed to just monitor uh my symptom or monitor see how things were going with my pulse rate and all that kind of stuff and so at that point i know people got really concerned because okay you got an old guy laying on the floor and he hooked up to an aed and uh of course people in the stands could somewhat see what was going on but uh Ends up being, to make a long story short, I, I did get uh, the guy from the Caledonia Fire Department hit me with an EpiPen in the thigh, which helped the uh, the symptoms as far as the, the allergy, because it ends up being, through my doctor physician, that uh, most likely I'm allergic to ibuprofen. And wow. I know I've been taking that, taking that all my life, and he just said that at some point in time, your body says, hey, I don't want that anymore. So I was, I was not in a heart situation. I never got shocked. I didn't have any heart attack type symptoms other than I had a little, had a little indige indigestion a little bit because I drank that Diet Coke. But uh, the people at Cali were, you know, they were they were concerned. They were on the case right away. Um, I, I did end up going, going to the to a hospital. I, I never got admitted and stayed overnight or anything like that. I did, they just basically checked me out. And uh, the doctor at that point, at that place, at uh, Mercy also said that he thought it was probably an allergic reaction to uh, probably the ibuprofen or the hot dog and as it being more likely it's the uh it's the ibuprofen that uh did it wow so no no more ibuprofen as of no that no ibuprofen yeah no ibuprofen good coach um coach bloomer is also our partnership with bcam this season is primarily to focus on the one team program and the effort to promote unity among the high school basketball landscape this season your team was competing against West Ottawa that night, and your entire team went to comfort the West Ottawa team in their locker room. Can you talk about that and what it meant to everyone involved? Yeah. So um, when Coach was going through uh, his medical emergency, we wanted to you know make sure that we were taking care of the players, and uh, I actually brought my girls back to the locker room once we knew that uh, – stable and uh, we're talking about just you know how to change for whether or not we were going to play this game um and just having some conversations um saying some prayers making sure that uh, we were doing everything that we could to take care of our kids um and make sure that uh, he was okay and that conversation our uh team captains uh brinley berry and tori woodwick in uh, really the rest of the team that coach we just really want to go see the kids um, see the players from West Ottawa and we'd like to just go make sure that they're okay um, because we talked a little bit about you know if the table returned how would they feel if you know I was in that situation they expressed some you know some concerns about uh, how they would be feeling if they were in that same situation and so uh, I went and asked Michelle the JV coach uh, for West Ottawa if it'd be okay if our girls uh, went in the locker room and uh, really the rest is it um, it was the kids you know taking the initiative we've really done a lot with leadership training with our girls to try and make positive change uh, in our school that's been one of the things that we've been trying to do and uh, I was really proud that they you know obviously it just there was a lot of unknown at that point so they were concerned about West Dallas players concerned about um, Coach Shannon and um, I was just proud of the way that they um, you know showed um, for the situation and the way that basketball became a little smart of uh, what's going to happen that night.
Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Coach Chapman, did you know that the Caledonia girls did the Caledonia girls team did that? And if so, what did that mean to you and the team? Well, obviously at the time I didn't know because I was probably either on the floor or on the way in the uh, rescue vehicle to Mercy. I found out afterwards um, what had what had gone on. I didn't know the game was actually postponed on myself at the, at that time. But uh, no, I just thought it was a very thoughtful process. You know, I know the girl he mentioned, Brinley Berry. You know, she's an MHSA uh, student student rep, so she's she's probably really versed in leadership, and it meant a lot to our girls just that someone came alongside them. I know there were a lot of different uh, concerns and rumors and things like that that uh, you know. You know, kids go kids go through a lot of emotions during that time, and it was just you know it was a great supportive gesture by the by the Cal people and the Cal team. For anyone listening, we're talking with the two head coaches today on Hang Time: Todd Bloomers of Caledonia and Paul Chapman of Holland West Ottawa. Let's now get into some X's and O guys. Get into your teams and the journeys they've taken this season. Coach Chapman, your team is ten and four. A couple of Really tough losses as you lost to Caledonia in OT, and then a one-point defeat to East Kentwood. At the time of this recording, you're preparing for a second match with Grand Haven, a team that you beat on the road about a month ago. After such a great start, you faced you know, some of that adversity. How is the team holding up as you prepare for this next stretch? Well, you're right. We hit a little adversity. Uh, we did start out 10-0, and and since I passed out, we haven't won yet. So uh, two games were courtesy of the top teams in our league, Rockford and Huntsville. They're just, as Todd will tell you, they're just lights-out teams. Um, and then Cal beat us in the makeup game, uh, obviously a very close game in overtime. And we dropped another one to East Kentwood uh, last, last Friday also. So we're, we're battling. We're trying to battle back. You know, our, we know our season's not over. We've had a great start. But, uh, you know, these one or two weeks don't define us either. We've got a lot to go with. We've got senior night tonight against Grand Haven. And we're looking forward. You know, we talked about that the other day, that we want this to be like kind of the defining moment where we say, hey, remember when we had that rough spot, spot, spot during the season, we turned it back around at, you know, at senior night playing against Grand Haven. And we're, we're just trying to get things going again uh, in the right direction. But the kids have been great. They've been, they've been working hard. This, the, you know, you're going to, you're going to, these things are going to happen and you're in life and in sports, these things happen. You have setbacks and you just got to b- bounce back and battle back and uh, control what you can control. Absolutely. Coach Bloomers, it's been an up and down kind of season for you, five and nine on the season and a very tough OK Red conference, but you have won two of the last four games and you've got Jenison coming up for you. How do you feel the team is coming together at this point in the season? Yeah, I think I'd echo a few things that Paul said. Uh, you know, our league is uh, there's fantastic basketball, and uh, you need to be prepared to play every single night. Um, I've been really proud of our players for the perspective that they've been able to keep this season despite those ups and downs. Uh, we've been talking a lot about how um, embracing, embracing the tough parts, it has to be part of the fun of playing sport and playing the game of basketball uh, because if you can only be up during those times when things are going well uh, it's going to be pretty tough and so I've been proud of our kids for trying to find a way um, through you know battling through some difficult situations uh, and obviously you know got a couple of wins recently and hoping hoping that that can build some momentum here as we have Jenison tonight 
um, who's a team that we went through a really bad third quarter uh, against in our first matchup. And we lost a, a close game by a few points at Grand Haven the first time around, too. So those are our two opponents this week. And we're just looking to control what we can control. Uh, compete as hard as we can, stick together as a team, and keep trying to make progress. It's about improvement. Absolutely. And Coach Bloomers, Coach Chapman, I wanted to introduce to you guys a, a segment that we do on our hang time show. It's called Lexi's Little Hot Topic. So each week I bring up something that might be a little controversial or something that I have an opinion on. Give mine, but, you know, I want to hear your guys' opinions on a couple of them as well. Um, I would say probably... The most controversial that gets gets uh, the most negativity is um, I brought up lowering the women's rims. Have you guys ever heard of that proposal, or what do you think about it? Well, I've never heard of it myself, um, except in young kids' basketball. The only time I've heard of that. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, just when you're trying to teach young kids uh, how to shoot with proper mechanics, um, that's about the only time I think that would be an advantageous situation. Have you, you know, I mean, the the idea around it is, of course, I have to say it, so that ladies can get dunking out there like some of the guys. Do you think that would be a benefit to the game or unnecessary at this point? I think it'd be a benefit to the game if girls were dunking all over the place, but we're going to try and do it through our speed and strength program. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that answer. I like that answer. <laughs> I like um, Coach Chapman, yeah. I'll start with you on this one. Today I talked about, you know, I, I always say don't be robots, be basketball players. That's something one of my high school coaches would always preach to us. So that just kind of means deviating from the play. You know, you always look at the hoop to score first. Do you guys kind of preach that similar thing in practice, Coach Chapman? Uh, yeah, I mean, we obviously run some set-type actions and plays, but you've always got to be able to read the floor, read the situation, read how your opponent's playing you, and, and take advantage of that. Yeah, we, we, you know, we encourage kids to try to give them some freedom, uh, hopefully make the right decisions and make some good plays. Coach Bloomers, what about you? Is it a, is it a good shot, even if it was me wasn't meant for them, as long as they make it? Well, yeah, uh, I you know I agree with Paul too. You have your set actions and things that you want your kids to be able to do, um, but we're really trying to get our kids to play with an imagination uh, because you become pretty e you know predictable and easy to scout if you uh, don't have an imagination out there on the floor. So trying to be creative and improvise sometimes uh, when things break down is a necessary skill uh, for these kids to acquire. So absolutely, great. We agree on that. One. Coach Bloomers and Coach Chapman, thanks again for all you do for basketball. We're so glad to hear that everything is okay for you, Coach Chapman. Good luck to both teams the rest of the season. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thanks. Good guys. luck tonight, Paul. Hang Time is also brought to you by the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite student athlete with good grades and represent leadership on your team and community? Six female student athletes will win $1,000 in scholarship money. Girls basketball players are always represented at the award. Just last year, Three Rivers' Callie Havlin, Byron's Sarah Marvin, Marion's Shannon Kennedy, and Farmington Hills' Mercy's Julia A. Rowe were all nominated. You could be next, but you cannot be nominated unless you apply. Download the application at dacathleteoftheyear.com and send it in today. 
The deadline to apply is March 4th with a red carpet at the beautiful Detroit Athletic Club in downtown Detroit hosted by state champs in early June. One more partner to recognize is the Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision. Call 1-800-TRUSTED. Once again, we thank all of our partners in supporting State Champs W Hangtime Michigan podcast. That's all the time we have for this week's State Champs W's Hangtime Michigan podcast. For Lexi, I'm Elizabeth, and we'll talk to you next week.